Hi, I'm Garrett, and this is the College Football Flyover. All right, all right, all right. Week five in the book. Skaters devour another cupcake. Towson, 38 nothing. You know, we should be excited. Yeah, it's another win. We'll take it, you know, for sure. But instead of being real happy about the win and all this, it's it's the story here is more of what did we do wrong or we are still doing wrong. And when our offense cannot run against Towson, there's a huge problem. You know, the title of this week's podcast is Ominous October because... <laughs> For us Gator fans, October could be a world of hurt. Our run game is not as good as it was last year, and it's not our running backs. You know, it's it's the offensive line blocking. Uh, week after week after week, four straight weeks, five straight weeks, five straight weeks of confusion, and two straight weeks of Dan Mullen absolutely pissed out of his mind that they're not getting it. You know what? Don't take it from me. Let's just listen to Dan real quick. Talk about it. You ran the ball a lot better in the second half than you did the first. Uh, any Was that challenging him at halftime, wearing down Towson? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, mean, I just challenged him on a missed assignments. You know, again, you watch our runs. Um, it, and when we weren't running the ball, they, they were like a negative, like a bad run. Well, it, it, that was a bad run of a guy going the wrong way. You know what I mean? I mean, that... I mean, I'm supposed to block you. I don't block you, and you tackle the running back right at the point of attack. Well, that that doesn't help the cause, um, you know. And I challenge him. I mean, that 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 has got to improve. That has got to improve for us. The mental toughness of the offensive line within their preparation has got to improve as we move forward. Those guys have got to. I know John gets on them. They're young guys. Like, oh, coach, I'm working. No, you're not. No, obviously not. Because if you were working, we wouldn't have missed assignments. So whatever you're doing is not enough. They need to do more. Okay, well, we're NSA rules. We're not going to have them here anymore. Okay, so if you want to keep doing the same thing over and over and again, you're not going to improve. What are you doing at night? Okay, how would you? You're right. Everybody learns differently. Talk to guys. Okay, are you walking it through at night in the, the in the, the the dorm or your apartment? Are you drawing it? Are you watching extra film? Uh, everybody learns in a different way. Okay. And guys have got to learn how, what's the best way they learn, what's the best way they can improve in processing information as they get to get going. And they got to go do it. And if they don't, well, then we're not going to get better. And, you know, and then we got to find somebody that can do it. All right, you heard it from him, from the man himself, Dan the man, that they're not getting it. The offensive line is not getting it. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Dan seems pretty frustrated. And, in fact, we have never heard him talk like this about anybody on the roster none of his athletes he's never talked like this so it's a little concerning that Dan pretty much threw him under the bus and I think he's preparing all the fans here for Auburn to absolutely wreck us let's just talk a little bit about this coming weekend we got Auburn it's a 3.30 game on CBS we got that CBS curse Maybe it's not a curse. I don't know. I was trying to find data on what the Gators' record is 
for all the times they've played on CBS. I just didn't have enough time to really research it out. I'm willing to bet it's not very good. Especially with Gary Danielson. I don't know, he just... It's the curse of CBS, 3.30 game. Auburn's looking fantastic. They're looking strong. Of course, they absolutely annihilated Mississippi State Saturday. I don't know. Could be in for a big loss at Auburn. Justin and I, in our prediction before the season, we have this as a win. And then after this, we go to LSU, play LSU. Then we have South Carolina, then a bye week, and then Georgia. So it could be a couple of rough weeks here for the Gators if we can't fix our run game. You know, I, I actually think with Trask quarterbacking, the chances of us scoring some points is higher, drastically higher, than if Franks was still around. So I expect we're going to score some points. May, I don't know. If we can't run the ball, that makes us one-dimensional. They're just going to cover the pass really well because we can't run. We may not actually score many points at all. It all depends on what the offensive line does this week. It's a good thing we're at home. Game day's coming. So that's going to get everybody pumped up. You know, we're going to the throwback jerseys. If you haven't seen a picture of it, Google it. They look fantastic. They look amazing. Um, hopefully the field will be kind of a throwback-esque too. I don't know. There's a. It's just a good thing we're at home because if we were going to Auburn for this game, yeah, forget about it. Absolute loss, maybe 10% chance of winning because you never know. Auburn's that mystery van machine. Scooby-Doo. You know, they could fumble 20 times in a game and we end up blowing them out. Auburn's so weird. You just never know who's going to come, who's going to show up. But if they have the same team show up to Gainesville they had against Mississippi State, there's no hope. I don't know. I do believe in Dan Mullen, but after his comments, he's so fed up. I don't know. It's kind of a Debbie Downer section for the Gators, but it should be a good section after the win. But there's just so many question marks right now. Now, I guess uh, one more positive is our defense will be healthy. Everybody will be back, according to Dan, which is fantastic. So we'll have the same defense we had against Miami, which was a pretty good defense. So that's a that's a big boost. This could be a low-scoring game if our if our defense holds up and their defense stops our run game. I don't know. Maybe throw some trick plays out there to get something going. It's going to be a battle. It's, this is going to be a... We're going to know everything about our team by the end of the first half. We're going to know what team we are, what we have, and it's going to define the rest of the season. So, good luck to Gators. All right, moving on. All right, time to take a trip around the SEC, of course. This week, we didn't have too many SEC games, but the ones we had were okay, I guess. You know, so we're going to go good, bad, and garbage. Well, the uh, good, of course, Auburn over Mississippi State. Auburn looked absolutely dominating, like we already talked about. So, oh boy. Next good is South Carolina over Kentucky. Um, South Carolina bounces back beating a decent Kentucky team, but man, it sure feels like Kentucky, they're just deflated. 
after we had that amazing comeback win, they just, they're dead. D-E-A-D, dead. And I'm okay with that. You know, back to the basement they go. Get, get, get in the basement where you belong, Kentucky. Nobody cares about you. So, I mean, that's it for the good. Well, I guess we can mention Alabama. But who cares? Beating Ole Miss. Nobody cares. Okay. Well, actually, it did propel them to number one in the AP poll today over Clemson. We'll get to Clemson in a little bit. But, you know, AP poll doesn't matter. It's just talking points. Makes it exciting for us fans. That's it. Moving on to the bad, we got Texas A&M over Arkansas. Now, why is Texas A&M beating Arkansas in the bad? Shouldn't Texas A&M be in the good section? No. <laughs> no, because Arkansas is terrible. They are atrocious, and Texas A&M looked just as bad. The fighting Jimbos could barely get it done against a terrible, an epically terrible Arkansas team. You know, Richard said... Um, a comment. I've heard this several times, not just from him about this game, saying, "Yeah, but Arkansas sure looked good." I'm like, "No, <laughs> not not really." Okay, it just it's it says more about how bad Texas A&M is than about Arkansas playing good. I will say Arkansas played with a little bit more fire than they did the previous week against San Jose State. But we're talking like from a medium heat to a medium high heat, you know. I mean, Kentucky. I mean, Arkansas is still a terrible team. Texas A&M, man, they are worse than everybody thought. It's a little bit disturbing for Jimbo, Jimbo Shrimp Fisher, but I don't know. If you're a Texas A, Texas A, if you're a Texas A&M fan, you're just like a Gator fan. You don't really know how to feel about your team, and you're a little bit nervous. I think Texas A&M fans are a little bit more nervous than Gator fans. Moving on, though. So we got Texas A&M and Arkansas in the bad section. We got Vandy, who beat Northern Illinois. Once again, shouldn't they be in the good section? No, because it's Vandy. They're always going to be in the bad section. Moving on. Mississippi State, of course, losing to Auburn, we mentioned earlier. Uh, it popped up on Reddit today, Monday, that one of a big podcaster for Mississippi State um, was on the record saying it's official. They missed Dan Mullen. And yeah, yeah, it's easy to miss the best coach you've ever had that took you out of the dumpster, brought you to life. They had you at, he, he had you at number one. A number one ranking, yes, it was brief, but that is the only time in the history and forever you will you will ever be number one. And that is a tough pill to swallow if you're Mississippi State. You literally reach the height, the, the tallest point, the precipice. There is your, you know, no higher level will you ever attain than what Dan Mullen got you. That has got to be a depressing thing. You know what? Major props to Mississippi State fans because you you impress me. Knowing that that's the height you'll ever be or you'll ever achieve. 
You gotta be. You have to truly love the cowbell to be a Mississippi State fan. And of course, the last in the bad section is Ole Miss. They just get slaughtered by Bama. They actually made it competitive for the first like quarter, and then Bama just rolled. Ole Miss, you're still in the garbage. Always will be in the garbage. And that's it for the SEC. Moving on. All right, the last section flying around the NCAA as a whole. Uh, this week actually had a few decent games for the majority uh, of the games. They weren't really that exciting. Uh, I guess the biggest one was Clemson and North Carolina. That game came down to the very last play. Um, North Carolina punched it in for a for a touchdown, which made it 21-20. And they had the option of kicking a field goal, tying it up, going to overtime, or going for the two-point conversion and winning. And they went for the two-point conversion and did not get it. It was a terrible play. Um, it was a run out to the right, a little option play that just got stuffed. Not even close to being in. Of course, that ends the game. Clemson wins. And now everybody's saying, oh my goodness, how stupid North Carolina was for going for the two-point conversion. And I kind of disagree on that. You know, North Carolina started hot with a couple of wins they weren't supposed to win. One against Miami, of course. And, they were, and then they lost the last two games, so they're 2-2. Two and 2-2, two. Two and two, your season's kind of in the balance. This is your last big game of the season. You have the number one team in your house. Do you kick that extra point and tie it up? Sure. That is definitely something you can do. But Clemson had a lot of momentum there at the end. And going to going into overtime, you know, you just don't want to give Clemson that opportunity. And so you have a chance to punch it in for two. I like the gutsy call. You know, he Mac Brown believed in his team. And it's like, hey, we got the number one team in the house. We have a chance right now now to beat them and have everybody rush the field let's try it I like the gutsy call and you know at 2-2 two and two, you have nothing really to lose right I mean yeah you're going to get another L on the uh, score 2-3 and three, but you don't have anything else to lose so why not try to take down the giant and beat them unfortunately it was a terrible play call I was talking Online, and I was saying, watching it happen, I was saying they either need to run a trick play right now or just kick the field goal. And it was not a trick play. It was just a regular play that Clemson was ready for, done. So that was super exciting. Clemson escapes. And, of course, this is the game that dropped Clemson to number two in the rankings in the AP poll. But, oh, well, AP poll doesn't even matter. And every championship team has a game like this every year where they squeak by, you know, where they shouldn't get by. I still think Clemson is the team to beat. And uh, they just kind of let this one slip by them, if, if you will. So moving on, you know, Ohio State absolutely demolishes Nebraska 48-7. Who cares? Oklahoma rolls Texas Tech 55-16. Jalen Hurts is looking like a stud. Uh, what else we got going out there? Oh, yeah, Virginia played a close game against Notre Dame. 
They struggled for a while, but Notre Dame pulled it out. I don't really care about Notre Dame. Uh, I think they're just a bunch of babies with the schedule they play. Uh, Washington beats USC and Clay Helton on the hot seat again, but go Washington, I guess. What's the other game? Uh, Utah-Washington State. Utah manhandles Washington State on a cold, rainy, wet, thunderous night in Utah, 38-13. to And after the game, I should have clipped this too, but I didn't get a chance to. Mike Leach called his team fat lazy, or I think is the offensive line fat and lazy. I mean, only Mike Leach can get away with that. Any other coach, they'd be just on the hot seat. Like, what are you talking about? Our kids like that? Mike Leach is like, I'm the pirate. Arg, I don't care. They're fat and lazy. You know, it's hilarious. I love Mike Leach. I am so disappointed he didn't get hired at Tennessee. That would have been amazing. I digress. That's really it. There wasn't really anything else major across the nation. No big memes coming out, really, other than Mike Leach calling his team fat. So, yeah, that's going to kind of do it for week five. You know, Gators going to roll. Well, Gators aren't going to roll anywhere. Auburn's rolling into town. So, hopefully, game day is going to be crazy. Look out for all the signs back there. There are going to be some hilarious memes. I'm sure I'll probably talk about some of those next week. And hopefully, next Monday, we're talking about a Gator win, even if it's by a point. It's all going to come down to our offensive line. Can they do it? And so for that, have a good week. See you on the flip.